Welcome, listeners, to episode one of the Andrew Food for Thought podcast. I have uh, with me our, our first guest, uh, Nathan Bailey, and we are here in North Beach at, uh, what's the name of this restaurant again? Calzones. Calzones. And the appetizer just came out. Is this uh, the Italian pot stickers? Perfect. Thank you. So we have the Italian pot stickers and... Nathan, I'll let you go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about this restaurant. I know you've been here a few times. So. This is my second time. Wait, third time. Third, third time. time. Been here twice before. And uh, I've gotten this item once before. Um, I think everything else that we've ordered so far, including the wine and the entrees, is going to be new. But it, the reason that we came here, and I do like, I will come here again, is because of the environment. I think we'll talk about that today. Is this kind of being the real focus about why I enjoy certain restaurants and why I come back to places. Um, and I mean, I, I truly don't know that much about food on a technical level you know i can't like taste subtleties of saffron within you know it's around the same page there i'm I'm the same way (laughs) yeah but you know there's things that i do notice and one of those things is environment and this restaurant is extremely well versed yeah in the environment fields so yeah so to uh to paint the picture of where we're at right now we're on columbus street in north beach so columbus is the main road that goes to north beach and we're at, at a table on the sidewalk, uh, so there's a lot of cars driving by, people walking by, uh, maybe, what, 10 tables here? Um, 10 tables are on the sidewalk? Right right next to each other, so, yeah, and, and North, North Beach is known for being an Italian neighborhood, yeah. Yeah. Um, classically, um, so there's multiple Italian restaurants around here, and, uh, but this one just kind of is a little bit of uh, top class. And so this wasn't your first choice for today. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it was uh, not first choice. It was actually probably around our third choice by the time we came around to it, but it just kind of made sense. So we were aiming for a chubby noodle in the in marina. marina. And chubby noodle is what, like uh, bottomless, uh, all-you-can-eat brunch? On yeah, they actually do have a pretty solid brunch, actually. And yeah. I think that's what I had forgotten about because I've only been there at nighttime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so at night, it's easier to get a table. It's still, yeah, but it's still, I mean, I wouldn't know. I mean, it sounded like it was extremely busy for brunch today. Um, But it it is also pretty difficult um, to get a table at nighttime at Chubby Noodle. There is usually a wait, um, and it has, like, a late life to it. Like, people go get a Chubby Noodle at 8.30 or 9, you know? Like, it's kind of like a late start to your evening, but it'll, like, propel you. I think you got to about 2 a.m. I think Chubby Noodle dinner is a great place to start. So we, we went to Chubby Noodle in the marina. They told us uh, one hour wait at least, and then maybe we could get a seat at the bar. Then we went to Chubby Noodle in North Beach. Uh, same thing, no, no seating until 2 o'clock. I think 2 o'clock is when the brunch ends. So uh, I think, I think okay, that's I why. That uh, does make sense. And then, and then, so we were in North Beach. We said, let's find somewhere else to go. <laughs> we went to Soto Mare. It was closed. Just uh, closed on Sundays. And so that's what brought us here. But not to say that this isn't a bad option. Just, <laughs> it just wasn't the first option. It just wasn't the first option today. So we have the uh, Italian pot stickers. Um, Jump right in. Looks pretty good with some sesame seeds Black and sesame. arugula and a little bit of lettuce. We have some bread and butter 
um, some Chardonnay, and you got the house red wine? Oh, the Pinot. Oh, the Pinot. Pinot Noir. Um, and then the entree, we got uh, the Parpadel. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Campanelli? Campanelli. Uh, <laughs> and uh, with sausage and mushrooms, I think. So, mm -hmm. yeah, should be good. So the other times you were here, do you remember what you ordered, or? I think I got Campanelli another time, but it was different. It was the um, chicken and mushroom. Mm. It's pretty similar, though. Um, it was just excellent. I mean, the food, like I said, I think uh, the food here is very good. Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, I don't think it's like the best food in the world, per se. Yeah. But, you know, it really holds its own. It's, it's a like expensive. They, they really, um know what they do like you come here for pasta or pizza they're not no, they don't yeah, have like exactly. a five six page menu where you don't know what they do well what they don't do well there's no italian no italian fusion going on yeah it's pure italian so you know what's expect. To point. i mean there's definitely a higher end of italian food but there's a pretty big band in the middle where good italian is just good italian food in yeah. my opinion like an, a, a really good lasagna. It's hard to say, I can't pinpoint in my life what the best lasagna was I ever had, had in my life because I think a lot of the base elements are so much the same Yeah. that to distinguish Italian food, it's pretty difficult unless the environment is better than other Italian places. So. And that's what brings people that's what brings here. Us here. That's what brings us here today because, you know, this is a big restaurant. It's like... We were mentioning there's 10 tables out here. That doesn't include the tables inside, the seating at the bar. Right. Um, so obviously, you know, to have a restaurant this big on, on such a busy street, um, you know, that must be pretty popular. So this brings me to my three pillars of restaurant atmosphere. The three pillars, let's go. <laughs> All right. Pillar number one is the environment that you are in, just the actual lighting, the sounds, um, the smells, hopefully that one's usually checked off in most places, and just the overall feel that you walk get when you're walking into a place. So, the, as I was kind of mentioning earlier, the one that's easily, most easily messed up is lighting and music. So, whenever you walk into a bar and there's, or a restaurant and the lighting is off, it's usually the first thing that I notice. When I was too bright. Yeah, one of, one of the things is brightness, but also the directness or indirectness of light. Direct lighting, if a light bulb is like directly exposed to you in your line of sight. So sometimes even there's like lamps hanging over tables, for example. Yeah. And they'll be like, it'll hang down from the ceiling. And then you can still see the light bulb though from your angle. And it'll be, so the point of a lamp is to have a lamp shade. To, so yeah. that the light is direct, not directly shining on you. It is... Uh, is shaded so so you have light without being distracting and in your eyes and that's what light <laughs> lampshades are for yes <laughs> <laughs> so some people decide to ignore that um or they'll have like um lighting that is you know they'll have like light bulbs just screwed into the ceiling like maybe they're laid they're laid in they're um flush with the actual ceiling itself but you'll still just see them and they're high above you but you still like this sobering light raining down upon you that is totally obstructing your what should be out-of-body experience in restaurants so but you should actually be feeling is kind of like you know you don't want to be maybe you're not even drinking but you want to feel like you're caught up in the experience of being somewhere that you're not 
um, having to trod your way through. Yeah. That you're just kind of lost. And I was giving you the comparison of a casino earlier, where if you're in a casino floor, the lights and the music and the colors and the atmosphere, the energy, are all things that are really well lined up in a casino. Because that's what's meant to track you in for hours and hours and hours so that you don't leave. Um, so it's all done very intentional. And it's really, really intentional. And they do a really good job at it if they're going to be a casino that's around. So um, restaurants sometimes lack that same attention to detail about the atmosphere and about the environment. And it makes you want to, like, not, it doesn't, so you end up being not drawn in. You're not engaged because you're, the atmosphere you're around is a little bit either static or um, not engrossing. So that's the yeah. first pillar, I would say, of environment, restaurant environment. So pillar number one, environment, uh, more specifically lighting, music. Yeah. Um, Noise? Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess music would be the other one that's important to, to touch upon. And if you go in somewhere and there's no music and it's quiet or it's too loud of course that can happen too then it just throws you off eating in like a quiet in it makes it feel like you're in solitude and that yeah and, and the music should actually be providing like the baseline for the energy within the restaurant so it can be really noisy and impactful to people and people will be providing energy too so that's another aspect of the noise levels. But the other thing is music too. Even though people are talking really loudly, there's usually music going on in the background. Maybe it's drowned out a little bit, but it should be providing kind of like the heartbeat for how everyone else in there is acting. Like for example, at, uh, for example, at Chubby Noodle, you'll go there and the music is kind of like really light. Like it's kind of like a party or it's like a party playlist. In fact, they have like a Spotify playlist that has like 5,000 people following it because oh, it's just nice. good music. Yeah. Because everyone loves this like thing. This like, what is this song? They're like, oh, we have a And they have their like playlist like on Spotify on the menu. Publicly available. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so on really the back, cool. it like, gives like their Spotify, how on Spotify and like that their own menu. Yeah. People like like the music so much. It's so noticeable. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so then everyone there who is listening to it also like kind of is in the mood and they order more drinks and they like do sake bombs and like it's just kind of like it, it's the light that's igniting like the whole restaurant mm -hmm. and the lighting yeah. the light the actual lighting itself is really good too so the music is um there's not a, a one size fits all it's like no, no, no. you have to go for what your restaurant is going exactly. for if it's if it's a nice you know more romantic you have the quieter maybe right. the can or whatever right. but like chubby noodles like a big group of friends yeah a good time exactly. out Very late social, at night yeah. having fun um and then sometimes too i think the big mistake too is that people will people can sometimes be really good at like identifying music that's good so i think it's always good to air if you're playing good music and you're being intentional about it to like to leave it a little bit on the not on the quieter side, but like, you want to have people ask to turn the music up rather than it's too loud. I can't it's hear. It's too loud. I can't hear anything. I'm like, can you turn this? I love like I love this song. Can you turn the song up a little bit? Like, yeah. that, like that's what you want to be hearing instead of people like being drowned out. So I would say that's those are my 
points. You want people to be able to have a good conversation, to be able to say, "Oh, wait a minute, my song is on." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. This song. Like, this song is awesome. But it also like has to fit the mood. Sometimes too, like if you're in an Italian restaurant like this, we wouldn't want to be listening to like, you know, top fifties music. Yeah, like top fifties or like Ludacris. You know, going like, yeah, <laughs> you go make or you know some DMX. It's just not gonna happen. It doesn't feel like the old country, right? It just, so that, that would not work here. But the, there's Italian music, so I don't always have to be brought out of my conversation and you know shout out to a good song but sometimes I'm like I would if there's really good Italian music playing and it was just chiding us along in our Italian experience I'd be like this is kind of like a, this is a great you know the upbeat Italian song came on and I liked it and it was like this is kind of a good Italian song yeah I mean I want to Shazam this really old Italian song for some reason so I can listen to it later you know there's just like little things like little things that make a difference like completely your experience and how you're how much wine you drink and how much conversation is alive so yeah so that's uh the first thing that you look for is the atmosphere yes and you said there's two other things two other two other pillars um so the second one i would say is uh what i would i title as a cheersing cheersing it's actually just a definitive moment within a dinner or within a uh restaurant experience where you Everyone gets together, everyone sat down, everyone's ordered a drink, and you cheers that you guys are all hanging out together. And the reason why, the reason why that's so important is because, A, it's just kind of a nice thing to do that you're celebrating all being together, and then B, it actually officially commences the, the dinner. The dinner. So you're actually, everyone now, it's kind of like they've been jostling down, they've been ordering their drinks, they're kind of like settling in. And all of a sudden you go, hey, let's like cheers. Everyone's like cheers is it all makes this weird noise that makes us all go into a altered state of mind. It's a symbolic moment. We all start to hover. And then um, yeah, like you just kinda like all you all break in. Like all the, all, all, now you're all sitting at dinner together. Yeah. And it also like engages it changes the conversation dynamics because it locks everybody like everyone's now part of the table. They're more aware. Yeah. Exactly. So that should happen obviously of course when everyone gets their drinks at the beginning of a dinner. And that's why you shouldn't be late for dinner. You should be on time. Be on time for the cheers. Yeah. Be on time for the cheers. And if you come after the cheers, then you're like never really going to feel like you're part of that table. It's almost like your transition between we've had our small talk, we've had our appetizers, kind of took getting, my coat off. Yeah. And then now here's the cheers. It's a symbolic moment to kind of recognize that we're here, exactly. uh, we're all together, and the meal's commencing. So Yeah. So it's, um, it's a pillar because it's just important to appreciate good company and you know it of course it's also part of the environment too who's around you right the social aspects of who you who's at the dinner new people that you're meeting people that you've known before and you're like following up on what's been going on in their life you know it's life so it's important that you appreciate relationships they're yeah. important right that's good yeah it's like uh, when you get there one of the first things you notice is your surroundings you're getting acquainted with the atmosphere new people new the lighting people. it's a lot to like take in sometimes when you walk into a restaurant and you're like sitting with new people you're like oh like what's up like how you been whatever you've seen people sometimes in a long time yeah and and a cheers can mean a different thing if you're with a close group of people friends family uh, people that you know well or even if you're with uh, strangers, people you've met for the first time, or maybe 
a birthday dinner and you don't know some, but you know yeah, it's like others. A, it's an occasion. It's an event. Like, oh, cheers to a happy birthday. Like, like, cheers for, like, a great last year. Happy birthday. Yeah. You know, you just never know. It's just... But sometimes it's just happy to be together, which is an event in itself, right? Yeah, exactly. That's good. So, okay. pill, that's pillar number two, pillar and then pillar number three. Pillar number three... Um, it's probably going to sound like... Of course, it's really, it's really obvious, but of course that's why it's a pillar. So if the third pillar would be um, restaurant service. So when I say restaurant service, I want to directly relate what that is, not to being like waited on, because that's just like a weird, I guess when you really think about the word waiter, it's, it's meant to be like, Dining experiences, in my opinion, are really meant to be based upon actually like family outings or family dinners. Like a really good family has really good dinners and someone's always pouring wine for somebody at the table. Like you're always keeping people's glasses full. The food's coming at a right pace and you don't like them bombarded. You're eased into it. You have this like service at a family house that like if you're throwing a good party you know and you're hosting a good party you actually know how to like you know how to do all those little small things bringing asking if they need anything if they checking in on how they're doing where they've been at you know how their day's been going but not being intrusive at the same time like kind of hopping around the party right yeah um so i think when i'm when, I, when I'm thinking about service, I think about just the pace and also the what's offered to you, making sure that you're having a good time. You know, it's, yeah. it should be more close. Service should be really close to like, like going to your like a really good uncle's house, I mean, a host. who knows how to host and throw a great party. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. It's like um, there's there's nothing like that feeling of of uh, being well taken care of. of Mm-hmm. You know, being at somebody's home and feeling like you're welcome, like it's your own home, mm-hmm. um, and being in the company of uh, of good people. So, yeah, that makes sense. It's like it, it makes all the difference that that extension of, of that kind of feeling. So, those are my three pillars. I think that one's pretty pretty self-explanatory too. Obviously, you don't want people to be taking a really long time. You don't want the food to be taking a long time, right? You want to have work correctly. You know, you get the bread, and then five minutes later or seven minutes later you get the appetizer coming out and then ten minutes later ten minutes later you have the entree you know ten minutes later the entree coming out and they're always checking in it's just coming they'll be right out here just in a second you know and then you have the the wine the wine is flowing yeah so and that's why I'm glad we got a half bottle each yeah it allows for us to continue you know it's enough. It can paste the meal for the from the Italian pot stickers main course. Thank you. Thank you. And I think what people really want to do. So I was reading this thing about where people celebrate too much. So like people want to find reasons to celebrate in life because it's like a FOMO thing we have where we want to make make it seem like our life is continuously awesome. Yeah. So like when you go out, you shouldn't be holding back on like buying wine like a bottle of wine for example for two for two people i mean it's like proper to be honest maybe yeah. it seems like a little bit much 
but so you're saying that if if you're gonna make the effort to celebrate, then yeah, just like, go and celebrate. Don't think about. Hey, I'm just gonna have one glass because it's twelve. It's twelve dollars a glass. Just, think, you know, just spend. Uh, and just, just spend two, just spend, just buy, go ahead and lock yourself in for a full bottle experience. And maybe that's the commentary on kind of pick your spots. Like maybe you don't have to feel like you have to yeah. celebrate everything, but when you do it, just do it right. Just yeah. do it I mean, in a good way. And really, I mean, I guess your podcast is really a statement on food itself, not necessarily restaurants. Yeah. So we're talking about this in the context of restaurants, but even if you're going over to someone's house and you're like, I'm cooking dinner for people. Like, you know, you should have a couple bottles of wine ready. Like, of course, like, you, like, bring your own wine, right? You don't want to pay for everybody's everything. But, like, I'd rather be known for hosting a great party and then me know that I spent some extra dough on that whole thing because I bought some extra, like, reserve, you know, bottles of wine just in case everybody ran out and I poured, like, I poured it all out and it was a great time. I'd rather do that than have everyone be like oh can you bring can you bring a salad can you bring some wine can you bring some wine like then it becomes like too much like you're not hosting mm-hmm. I mean a good party is one where you have leftovers and yeah. people are taking things home or still nibbling later yeah. in the evening you don't want to run out of food like start making dinner earlier at, if you're making it at home don't think about like oh my god I gotta get home I gotta like you gotta run to the grocery store people should like if they're hosting a party they should really think about this is gonna take an afternoon for me Maybe I'm starting at four o'clock and then we have people over at six. But like, you're just gonna be like, make the salad, make the entree, have some appetite. You know what I mean? Really yeah. be diligent about hosting a party rather than trying to like piecemeal it out and then have it be some sort of mishmash composite party that is not really your own brain or like yeah. what you wanna be displaying when you have people over your house. So. Yeah, that's good. So those are the three pillars. Yeah. Um, Service. Hosting. I would call it hosting, actually. I think hosting is better. Yeah, that's good. Like, service when you're at a restaurant, but it, it gets an extension it's the of same hosting. thing, yeah. Yeah. Hosting is much more Having parties yeah. or family get gatherings, family get-togethers. Hosting. Yeah. All right. Those are my three pillars. So, that's good. Of not so... Like I was saying to you before the uh, podcast started, I don't know too much about technical details about food and being able to sense out subtleties of a different of different dishes but things I do know that, that is the things I do notice and. yeah and that's what's great about it is that we can all relate like we all have favorite foods we have we all eat um, and, and it, it's different to everybody so yeah some yeah. some people take the time to study and, and get to know the subtleties but like you or I we're just here in North Enjoying. Beach having a good lunch on a Sunday afternoon looking for a good experience yeah and now getting into the bread and butter and, and the entree should be coming out soon. Yeah. What, do you, what, what, other, what other pieces would you throw into the, uh, the atmosphere or non-food? What you look for in a restaurant. Yeah, what you look for in a restaurant. Yeah, so, I mean, being in San Francisco, I think you have a handful of uh, very well-known restaurants that have a long line or... Right. You have to book a reservation way in advance. Like Chubby Noodle, for example, we couldn't get in today because uh, the, line, the line was long. <laughs> we waited until the last minute to try to get in. But um, So I, my personal opinion is that I would rather go to a very good restaurant that I can enjoy myself and be relaxed rather than wait in line for an hour for something that may be very good food, but 
I'm going to be um, not in as good of a mood from standing around waiting in line. And, right, right, right. Um, so I think there, there are a lot of good experiences that um, are underrated. So, I mean, kind of like the idea of finding a hole-in-the-wall restaurant, but it doesn't even have to be hole-in-the-wall. Um, it could be a well-known restaurant that's just not, like, overhyped, that's not all over, um, you know, the, these are the top restaurants in San Francisco list, yeah. trendy type of thing. So that's something that I really look for. I mean, I agree with you, service. That's something that matters a lot to me. Hosting. Hosting and service, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like a good dinner party, you know. Mm-hmm. Din- dinner parties are, are fun. Um, so, and, um, you know, like, to your point about atmosphere, I think you just, a restaurant needs to know what they're going for and then go all in on that. Like, when you go to a restaurant, you're not just going for a food item. Like, every restaurant has an identity of, like, what, what they offer to their customers. Like, how big is the space? What is the music? What is on the menu? At what price point? What clientele are they uh, targeting? Because, um, you know, when you go to a, a restaurant, you're going to see a different clientele depending on what neighborhood you're in or what the price point is or what, what the restaurant is like. So, um, so, you know, and whatever it is, I like restaurants of all kinds of atmospheres but just just embrace it you know just do what you can to to be true to what your restaurant is going for so i think i think those are some of the things i would look for um in a restaurant um but yeah that that brings us to almost about half an hour so that that was good uh first episode i know usually our listeners are used to hearing us talk about basketball but it's good to (laughs) change up the topic a little bit and uh it's a new chapter in our lives discuss food so your life on to chapter two. Um, it was a good first episode. And uh, thank you, Nathan, for coming on, being Thanks guest number one. Guest number one. I'm really very proud. I feel very honored <laughs> it, it was to be good. In, your, in your podcast. And we'll have more in the future. Um, so to listeners, tune in again and, uh, and be on the lookout for more episodes coming up. I'm not going to do that.